Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Alana Kafitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm Alana, the CEO and founder of Moms Toronto. We're on a mission to bring moms together and give them a great day, revolutionizing maternity leave. And I'm Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm a pediatrician and pediatric emergency medicine doctor. I provide no-nonsense child health advice, dispelling myths, and empowering parents to parent confidently and raise your healthiest kids. Together, we have six kids under eight. We are eager to chat with other moms, entrepreneurs, and interesting people about everything from sex to alcohol, sleep woes, and body shaming. We aren't afraid to talk about taboo topics or share our many opinions. We say it like it is and want to get to the heart of the issues facing moms and caregivers everywhere. Come join us. Mamas and papas, welcome to Moms That Say Fuck with our guest tonight, Sarah Mickler. She's the founder of West End Mamas, and she runs a very successful, awesome chiropractic practice. She has all sorts of cool shit going on in her life, and we're going to learn all about her now. So welcome, Sarah. Awesome. Thank you. We're so happy to have you. Yay, Sarah. We're just going to talk like chill. Yeah, that's great. You have a husband, and he's a firefighter. I do. You love him. I and do. He's a unicorn. You said he's a unicorn. What makes him a unicorn? Well, he's my second go around. Right, I had a starter uh, who was uh, you traded up. I did. Yeah. No, my starter was uh, worth trading up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I met Kevin. He's he's great. He's a really lovely firefighter who does everything. Oh my god! That's yeah. so in the house. You mean? Is that what you mean by everything? Uh, he does every, like he does every Give us examples in so, okay. Detail. So for example, he built our house. What? He built like physically with his hands, like physically with his hands. He, he built There's the, really nothing sexier than that. Yeah, no, really I know. Andrew is our Julian today and he's sitting next to me and he can't build a house. He thinks he can build a house. <laughs> yeah. That well, would be sexy. No. Yeah, no, it's uh, that would be sexy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good at that. He's good at that. He built our house. He built um, uh, the current clinic, the current West End Mamas. Yes, he's currently up in Newmarket building the Newmarket clinic. Um, when he's not being a firefighter, mm-hmm. but when he's not building me a clinic, mm-hmm. he uh, he does everything. Like he does drop off, he does pick up, he does all the shopping, he does all the meals, he does ninety percent of the parenting. I work. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what we have in common, the three of us. Yes. I find that women women who have very busy professional lives have partners who giddy up. Yeah. No, he just has to stop up. Or they hire people. they have hired people. Yeah. Well, we do that too. Or Or, or parents that are helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Sisters or whatever. Neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, Neighbors. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's great. Village. Okay. And you have a boy, girl. I have a boy, a four-year-old named Owen. You have a four-year-old? Yeah. Four is the best age. Four is fun, right? Four is the best age. He's my favorite, but I think he is and always will be my favorite. Really? Uh, A four-year-old? Yeah, he's really fucking awesome. Why? But he's four right now. Why? He's just so easy and Don't you have like a hundred kids? He is just four children. I have 4,000 children. Okay. Yes, I, I do have a favorite. He, yeah, he's great. Yeah, so I, I do. I have an eight-year-old, six-year-old, four-year-old, and now 18-month-old. Okay. And yeah, no, Jason's been the easiest from the get-go. He's just huh. so sweet and so easy and patient and doesn't complain and never tamper tantrums, even when he was two and three. Huh. And he goes to bed really easily and he still sleeps in a crib and he stays in the crib. Oh this my God, morning, really? This morning he called me and he was like, Mommy, can you get me a Kleenex? 
and I'm like, you can get out of your crib, yeah, yeah. walk to the Kleenex, mm-hmm. come back to your... He's like, no, I'm okay. Can you get Owen me a Kleenex, please? Thing. Just so fucking sweet. He's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, Owen has this thing about crossing the threshold in his bedroom. Mm. where he, he, So he's really attached to his grow clock, right? Mm. He's really attached to the grow clock. And for him, he's like, well, if the sun isn't up, I can't leave my room. Oh, I love Owen. And, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> he's, he's, he's extremely compliant. He's a very compliant kid. Mm. And also an epic sleeper. Um, thank you, sleep training. And yes. he... Uh, but yeah, like he will not cross cross that threshold, especially if a sun isn't up. And just recently, now that the sun's coming up. What time up, do you have your sun set for? Well, so on weekdays, <laughs> it's 7.30. Okay, okay. On Saturdays and Sundays, it's 9.30. That's late, guys. That's You're like also my late. kids will also yeah. sleep till night. Oh, he doesn't Not Austin, not though. The 18-month-old will not. No, he's just hanging out, right? No, he's just hanging out. Totally. Yeah. That's how we have our kids trained, too. Yeah. They'll, like read a book, play with stuffed animals, just whatever they yeah, need whatever. to until we're ready to get them. Yes. Yeah. We don't yeah. have a girl clock in Jason's room. He just waits he's for us. Just it amazing. could be like ten o'clock, and we're like, "Okay, you want to get up now?" He's like, "Okay, okay." And All he's right. like, "He's like peed everywhere." Oh yeah, no, <laughs> totally like, right. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like, "I'm wet, mommy." I'm like, yeah. "You're the best kid ever in the entire world." Yeah. We're lately we're trying to get Owen to get out of his room to go. We're like, if you need to pee in the morning, you could go to the bathroom, which is right next to your. Like, you could go there. And Why he's do you like, put a potty in their rooms? Uh, hmm, is that weird? A bit, uh, yeah. But yeah. Jason has a, a bathroom in his room. But if I ever asked him to go pee there, he'd be like, "I don't need to. I'm good. I got my I got my diaper. Yeah, exactly, he's exactly. Like leaking everywhere. Yeah, no, he's soaked. Right, very okay. He wakes up and he's like, "My blankets are wet." I was like, "Yeah, I'm being wet for." A while. Yeah. Hours. Like PJs are so hours. Like you have a toilet right there. You could have changed yourself, gone out of the crib, yeah, changed yeah. yourself completely, gone back into your crib. No, no, he's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Guys, he's what are best. these children? Most yeah. people have four year olds that take their diapers off and they piss on the bed on purpose. Like, mommy, I'm peeing <laughs> on the bed. And they like wibble their penises around. Yeah. And just like total our shits. And you have these miracle children. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. Like, and usually sorry. first are not like that. Like usually, especially like only children, usually they're a bit. Uh, yeah, less well behaved, I would say. Um, yeah, no. Our first was not as as compliant. I'm, as, I'm as, a hard as ass Jason. mom, though, right? Like, I tell us everything. What do you well, mean? Well, I'm just I'm all about rules and boundaries, limits. and limits, cool and we're into yeah. that. and all of those things. So, give us so, a typical rundown of the day in your home. Uh, Mm. Your firefighter. He wakes up at nine thirty. So he wakes up at nine thirty, <laughs> and um, you're a high so like, I know, right? I know. Without, without, without a shirt. Breakfast in bed. <laughs> um, there's no breakfast in bed. Okay. But there's like even on Poor weekdays. You. There's like there's usually you know like bacon and eggs is cooked for me, mm-hmm. usually, um, which is why I'll never be thin, and that's okay because I really you're like gorgeous, bacon and Mama. eggs. Well, you're thank gorgeous. you. Um, we're so, all about the keto here. We're all, all about the, keto. Oh my god, I did keto <laughs> last year, and it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> really? No, I've done some really, really bad things wait, that wait, I did can not we go enjoy. All of it, and then we'll go to that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, keto was bad. Um, okay, so a typical day. I don't know. He's just he's like, I don't know. Like, what do I do? He uh, he waits for us in bed. We get down. Like, there's there's two choices for breakfast, and that's it. I don't know. There's like we a timer. We have a choice. It's cereal. There are one of three cereal boxes open. Pick one of those cereals, get your milk, eat, and we're out of the door. Like yeah, that's it. That's and on the it. weekend, you might get toast or something else a little bit more fancy, but there's definitely not bacon and eggs. We are not that fancy. No, yeah. we wake up that early. Um, but yeah, no, there's cereal and those are your choices. One, per- one person, one kid gets out four bowls, four spoons, awesome. three cereals, pick your cereal, and then we're gone. Yeah. No, we're pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, out the door chop, and, chop, chop. Uh, and off we go. Yeah, I don't know. He just, we have him in aftercare at school because it's the best thing ever. We only recently put him in aftercare. Before that, so I did this 3 p.m. 
end of school business. Mm-hmm. I don't have. It's hard for working. Function. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know how people do it. So Kevin was doing it, and then when we got the new office for up north, it was like, oh, I can't stop work at three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need something to do anyway. He's loving aftercare. It's great. We get him home. We give him dinner and put him to bed. The end. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like you and Kula could really. Uh, you we're, we're all about like sleep. We're like hardcore. Oh, we're yeah. Hard no, 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 me too. me too. And actually, I think that our kids are not assholes because they get really good rest Because and they sleep. actually sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just sleep, it's rest time. I think it's just quiet time yeah. is super invigorating. And I think that's a total reset. asshole and he sleeps. Really? Well, he's, quite he's not an asshole. He's like a medium asshole right now. He's also two. Mm-hmm. He's also two and a half. Oh, two's yeah. a bad age. Uh, he's like a medium asshole. Yeah, no. Like, I'd say he's like, he's like medium rare asshole. I would have cut him and he was a steak. I was like, you're a medium rare asshole. Yeah, yeah. And me and Matt were like, Eliza's being a dick right now, like to each other. <laughs> like, stop being a D I C K. And I was like, oh shit. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh shit. Like, Eliza, awesome. what do you want to say? I like these things. I do toddler Tuesdays. This yeah, yeah. He's like, mommy, 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 mommy. I'm like, oh my God, what? Elias, I'm right here. Mommy. Ma-. And like, and the caption I have is like, I like was dying for the day he called me mommy, right? Now, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, what, Elias? What do you want to say? Thank you. Oh, like, are you kidding me? Is that so, what you so just Jason, said? Jason, we're having dinner today. We're talking about like our sweet kids, whatever. Jason said he looks over at me. He goes, "Mommy," I said, "Yeah, I love you so much." Oh my god! Come I was on. like, "This is why you're my favorite." I yeah, exactly. love you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And when I put him to bed, I sing like I sing everyone a song, and I say goodnight, and I love you, whatever. What song do you and sing? And you sing them a song. Oh, what song do you sing? Oh my god, I made up this stupid song. Okay, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll sing it again. Have to sing the but song. after the song, I, I I say to Jason always, "I'm like, I love you the most." He's like, "I love you the most." Do you say that to everybody, mommy? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, you know your kids are going to hear this podcast. I know, no, right? They, they know. I say I love you the oh most. Yeah, um, I love them a lot, but I love Jason. <laughs> oh my god, Dina! Oh yeah. my god. Okay, what's the song? Oh my god, I'm so bad at singing. It's, it's good. It's good. One, Let's two, hear three. Doctor Dina, go. Oh my god, Andrew, should I not sing? <laughs> no, do it. Do it. You are. We're waiting. Yeah, do it. Rum. It's so bad. Okay. I don't know where this came from. I started singing. We like, talked about anal, anal, but you won't sing. Okay, yes. go. <laughs> I don't have anals. <laughs> There's nothing with you talking about. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so it goes <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Dina, uh, just say it. Then. Okay, so it depends on the kid, but it's <laughs> Dina. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm singing Dylan. Dina is so like Dylan's a big <laughs> right now. By the way, she's so. I don't. I don't sing. Don't, okay, then don't, I don't sing, sing it. Okay. I don't make you do something you don't want to do. No, no, she should totally. Do this. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Okay, she should totally okay, okay. do this. So let's say it's Dylan. So it's <laughs> sleepy time for, <laughs> for Dilroy, Jay, and Austin. Sleepy time for Dilroy, Jay, and Austin. Sleepy time for Dilroy, Jay, and Austin. Sleepy time. Sleepy time. Then let's say it's Dylan. It's sleepy time for Dylan Doggy, his stuffed animal, which is a dog, a doggy. Sleepy time for a Dylan Doggy. Sleepy time for Dylan. Okay, sleepy time, sleepy time. And then for Ryan, it's like sleepy time. For Ryan Gigi, his giraffe, sleepy time. For Ryan Gigi, sleepy time. You get the point. Everyone gets that same song. That's so nice, Dina. For like awesome. ever and ever and ever. That's so um, nice. And they sing it with me. And if they're all together, they like love like sleepy time for Dylan Doggy, sleepy time for Ryan Gigi, sleepy time for Ryan, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. That's my Dean. song. That's actually you super sweet. turned so yeah. red. I thought it was going to be weird, more complicated than sleep. No, no. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, you're like, I thought I know. it was. No, it's just the singing part of it. That's not something I do in public singing. I don't. I do not sing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then I add, I love you to the most. <laughs> to just one child. <laughs> just to the one child. Yeah. Oh my anyway, God. we'll see if he grows up to be an asshole. But he's really, really sweet. He, does it, he takes it. He's very humble. He's I rich. know you worry about it, right? <laughs> when they're, uh, seriously, I worry that Owen is just this love lovely unicorn he's that kid that people are like your son is so 
lovely, mm. right? Like that's people, the best, the best compliment it's ever. Amazing, ever. right? But I'm like, oh, like we're screwed when he's mm. a teenager, right? It's all gonna come crashing down. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, Ryan, I Ryan, our six year old, is also like everyone comments on him since like babyhood that he's the sweetest kid ever. He's very, very sweet too. This is my kid above Jason. Um, they're both very sweet, and Dylan's very sweet too. My kids are all very sweet, but Ryan has always had the most attention. He's like these big chubby cheeks, and he's like mm. roly poly and yeah, yeah. so nice and so generous and so sweet. But he was really, really, really difficult toddler in lots of ways like he was that kid that would take off his diaper and he wouldn't he wouldn't peel over the floor not at all but he'd be like curious and like take it off me like oh look there's poo here and like forever he would like take off his onesie and we'd climb out of his crib and for at least a year his room was like a monitor on the ceiling that like had the door had the the cord sneaking out the door so that he couldn't touch it and a backwards turned um change table so oh, the yeah. drawers were like facing the wall so we'd have to like turn the wow, that's dresser hardcore. otherwise he was a like, climbing and playing with clothes whatever and uh and and a crib mattress and that was and his padded room. room it was like literally it was like he was in prison and we would have to <laughs> we tried many things you could look on instagram back in the day we put him in a backwards onesie with like a pin to close oh, it yeah. and wrap him in duct tape no, oh no exaggeration. No. You can find this on Instagram now. Oh my god! Because he would take off everything. Then we did like two onesies. We did like these fancy onesies that had like clips in the back with like buttons and clips and back and, like zip up the backwards with feet covered. Why did you have more children cray? after that? Um, well, actually, I was already pregnant with my third. <laughs> Couldn't go back there. And actually, and he was such a good boy otherwise, but he was just and he still is so curious. Like he like looks wow. into everything, tries to figure out how to manipulate everything. He's like my engineer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He still is like he's very creative. Like he takes out things everywhere from his books and Does he take lines apart, like, them a radio, up and that type of thing. He like, he, he would, would if we if we let him gave him. If yeah, you he probably would. Him. Yeah, yeah. Like wicked curious. He's a sweet boy, but very very curious. Wow. Yeah. Duct taping and pinning your child in their outfit as yeah. a pediatrician. A That's little awesome. bit CASE. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's okay. He's good. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. when she does confessionals yeah. on this yeah, show. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Our, our, our training of our children. So, yes. okay. Oh, and also, and he's, he had on the for like the longest time a lock on the outside of his door. Apparently that's a thing. It's, it's a very common thing. People yeah. people actually think that it's like Juice a bit and rude and, and mean yeah. and child abuse-like, but he would like leave his room and like yeah. play in the bathroom and be like, oh, what's this chemical? Oh, look, a toilet. Like, yeah. What if I play with this? He was like dangerous. What is this chemical? Yeah, what what are these things that I could play with? So yeah. he was dangerous. So I literally locked him in his room with a monitor. I could see what was going on, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. huh? Yes. So so you have a firefighter husband, an angel child, mm-hmm. and you're a sick ass practice. Well, you're building a second location. I'm building a second location. That's a yeah, huge. it's crazy. Thank you. That's a big Thanks. deal. Yeah, no, it's uh, a lot of work. So it's tell great. us about the practice. <laughs> tell us about building West End Mamas. Uh, Where did that come from? Uh, so I mean. Uh, I feel like we all kind of fall into our jobs, right? And I, so I, I don't know. Do we? Do we fall into our jobs? Maybe. What does that mean? I don't know. I, like it's I was a calling. This, you mean? Yeah. Or like, like you're obsessed with it. No, no, no. Like you kind of just end up doing something by some haphazard um, way. I had this conversation with someone the other day. I was saying, you know. I feel like my life has just been this haphazard series of events that I didn't really control. Mm-hmm. Um, you hadn't that, planned on starting a practice when you went through school? No. So my background, like I have a degree in music. I used to be a professional clarinet player. That was my that was my background. And then I became a chiropractor and I was like, okay, I'm going to be a chiropractor for musicians. And then reality set in. 
and musicians have no money. Mm-hmm. So they're awesome. That's why you went to chiropractor school so, instead of being a uh, yes, player. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they have no money. So as much as it's lovely to treat them, they can't actually pay you and you can't pay a mortgage with mixed tapes. I've been a chiropractor <laughs> for a lot of years. So, um, like mixed tapes like the cassettes? Yes. That's so cool. Yes. So you can't build a practice like that or you can't pay your mortgage like that. So then I started treating these pregnant women. Long story short, I discovered that's what I really like doing. Yeah. Um, and then I I ended up having a practice that was just for prenatal postpartum. Then I got pregnant um, and very much by surprise. And I, I wasn't sure that we were going to have a kid. No, have a kid. It's great. Um, but pregnancy kicked my ass. It was so hard for me and so painful and so mm. everything. Um, Why? Like particularly? Oh, just the usual pregnancy stuff, right? Like it was just, I was it's uncomfortable. Really hard. Yeah, it's bad. I, it wasn't great. Like it yeah. wasn't great. I don't think any of us loved our pregnancy. Then, right? yeah. I don't like pregnancy either. Yeah. I hate being pregnant. Yeah. yeah like sucks. it really, yeah. I didn't, we're actually just in the middle of doing IVF, uh, which I'm like, Oh, do I want to do that? Like, do I want to mm. do that again? You're currently going oh. through IVF? Currently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I have a transfer next week. We'll Good luck. Like, oh, well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Very much like, eh. um, that's kind of nice though. Cause if it works and it's, yeah, great, no, totally. Totally. It's yeah. like, if it works great. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. We have a unicorn at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, anyway, pregnancy was terrible. Um, uh, postpartum kicked me on my ass. It was so awful. Um, and it was in that I was like, you know what? I think we need to do something for, I I need to build kind of like Dina's place, right? It's like, I need a place where everything is in one place. So people don't have to, especially during pregnancy and the end of your pregnancy, you're traveling all over the city for whatever it is that you need to do. And it's kind of like a full, full-time job, right? You have your OB appointments, your midwife appointments, like your every whatever. every week. I yes, fucking hate those every appointments. Week. And then, you know, let's say you want to do acupuncture or whatever it is that you want to do. You want to get a massage. You want to feel good. You have to go, you know, don't know where to go because you don't know who to trust because maybe people just want the warm body on their table and they don't actually know what they're doing. Um, Anyway, I knew all these people. I put them together. We built Western Mamas. So mm-hmm. Western Mamas, as it is right now, um, is, I mean, I won't bore you with all the details, but no, it's, no, you know, give, like, give the, yeah. but it's like Cairo and uh, lots and lots of pelvic floor physio. We have um, the same LCs that work with Dina, work with me. So mm-hmm. I have Tay and Rose. Um, we have lots of workshops and classes, like really good programming, acupuncture, naturopathy, oh, whatever. It's a nice studio. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Like whatever you could want, we have it there. Um, and it has gone crazy. So it's a small space. It's only about 1700 square feet. Um, and we were, we were a staff of almost 50 Holy. by the time. That's mm-hmm. a lot. How do you fit everybody in? We don't. Space? So it's not, not everybody in the office. So it's like people coming in for, uh, Rose will come in and do a couple of hours here and there. Um, we have doulas that don't work in the office, but they'll come in and, you know, do a doula info night. I have teachers for various things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see about 10,000 patient visits a year. Like we're really busy in that's that. Amazing. Wow, that's amazing. Um, so oh, your website's gorgeous. This well, photography is stunning. Thank you. Who are these gorgeous women? I don't know them stuff. at all. Wow. There's this really lovely photographer in the States, Jade Beale. She took mm-hmm. all the photos. Oh, um, wow. So uh, we're, we're doing a good thing in Toronto, right? Like th- mm-hmm. we offer really, really, really good services. And for me, it's, it's about, it's the patient first, right? So like what's best for the patient mm-hmm. um, and not what's best for the practice because there's, always more people coming to the prep. Like we don't need to worry about that. Um, But there's not really a heck of a lot happening up in your region. So the goal is uh, total world domination in the perinatal space for (laughs) West End Mamas. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. Um, 
but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna try it out in York Region and see how it goes, and you know, see how they how they go for it up there. How's your new space? How big is it? It's good. It's about four thousand square feet. It's, Ooh, it's well, it's York Region, right? It's yeah. cheaper rent. Yes. Um, so it's much bigger. We have two studios. We have more treatment rooms. Uh, we have about the same staff. So we're basically just duplicating ourselves up there. So amazing. Good luck. That yeah. Thanks. Fun. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Mm. How do you find it managing? Entrepreneurship, mommyhood, etc. You know, and I guess you have a lot of help. That that's important. I think yeah. it's, I think it's actually imperative. I yeah. don't know how anyone could do men or women do entrepreneurship without having a wicked amount of help, whether yeah. it's from a partner or, or paid help yeah. or, or all of it. The village that right? they have behind them. Yeah. No. It was. I have to admit. I mean, we laugh all the time at the office because my first year running that practice, I came from running a very small practice with just five of us to when we opened the the Blur location. There were about I want to say like thirty or thirty five of us when we opened that. And I had this idea that I could still practice, that I'd still be able to, oh, I could still see patients three days a week or four days a week, and I could still run the office. And no, I could not do that. Um, so and you don't I was, see patients now? I see patients one day a month. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead, I just have, I have associates that see patients and they can, you know, the chiros can come and, and chat with me about their, their patients, but I, I don't have the time. Like I do not have the time. You are preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, honestly. So, and, and I mean, I said to, I said to someone today, I, uh, I went in, I woke up this morning, I started work at four, I got snored out of bed and I was like, this is a good time. I will get up and start working. And at five o'clock, it was like, okay, I need to stop and go pick up my child. Um, and I picked him up and I brought him home and then I did a little bit more work. Um, and that was that, right? So it's it's all the help. Like, it's just that, well, you guys know, right? Like, it's just... Yeah, we know. You need just all I can't the imagine not seeing patients, though. Like, that's actually... That's actually how I pay bills is the patients, not not the running of the practice. Yeah. I mean, one day, maybe I'll, I'll kind of step back and not see patients every day, but that's uh, not my reality. So yeah. I do. I still work as much as I saw as, as I see as many patients as I did wow. before I started Kid Crew. Um, but I also manage Kid Crew. Yeah, it's a show of work. It's a ton of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you must just not stop. Yeah, it's pretty busy. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I have a lot of help, too, at the office. Like, I have a lot of people working for me. I just was on your Instagram, your Unicorn Appreciation Day. Yeah, we had had Unicorn Appreciation Day today for our staff, and we had, like, a unicorn cake. Everything was amazing. Yeah, everything is a unicorn. You know what? It's like the year of the unicorn right now. Seriously. Yeah, but I'm so lucky. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that first year was so awful. I was miserable. I really hated running the practice. I resented Mm. it. I resented not treating patients anymore because I really like my connection with patients. And I'm a really good chiropractor, right? Like, And I'm not a typical, like, bone-crunching, need to see you three times a week for the rest of your life chiropractor. It's like, you know, let's get you better and get you out the door kind of thing. Um, And I did miss, I really missed that. And I remember saying to my husband, I was like, I will never do this again. Mm. Right. And then about six months ago, it was like, well, I guess it's time. Right. You know, I mean, that's age two, like open a new one, branch off, Uh, make it bigger, sell it, franchise it. I know. It's hard. It's hard to know. It's really hard to know what to do. Yeah. I'm going to New York next week, hoping to launch Moms New York. So, oh, wow. So you got it. Crazy. Yeah. 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 It's hard, man. It's hard to make that decision, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting too because moving up north is a very different. It's a different population, right? So, like in 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 the city, 
this is people are using all these services anyway. Whereas when you, it seems like when you hit north of seven, they're not used to the services up there, so they don't know what they could have. So why did you decide to go up there? Because I think these services are important. Uh-huh. Do you right? have a connection up? In- uh, well, I mean, I grew up in Stouffville, so I mean, I know your Is region. that Aurora? Uh, no. So we're going to basically Newmarket. Oh, Newmarket. So okay. north, north. Um, like Davis Drive? Right uh, yeah, just south of Davis. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think it's an education thing, right? right. So for me, I feel like north uh, in, in York region, I mean, there's some people really do absolutely, they're, they're offering amazing services. But, you know, the uptick of pelvic floor physio, for example, right? Down here, it's just, it's a given. You have a baby, you're pregnant, you do pelvic floor physio. You have a baby. No, you I, think, I think I that's your that's experience, true. actually. Yeah. So, really? I, no. yeah, I would say the vast majority of my patients don't even know that they need it, should have it, Didn't even that their hear pelvic floors must be, I think might be I think, fucked up. Yeah. I think people are, it's becoming more I think popular. So. Yeah, but I'm telling you, people were like, "Oh, I, it's not like I don't have a problem with my vag," and then yeah. they're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." yeah. Oh, and I just laughed okay. yeah. and I just peed myself. Oh, yeah. is that normal? And then people yeah. say it's normal. Like there's like this whole like mm-hmm. running joke thing. Everyone gets depends, yeah, right? Totally. As if it's this norm, and it, unfortunately, it is norm, and yet you can fix it. You can but prevent it's it. Totally. Yeah, it's the totally. difference between yes. common and normal. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just because it's common doesn't yeah. mean it's normal. So I think yeah. I think your experience being in this world is that people are more aware of it because obviously you're busy. Yeah. But there's still a shitload of women. That yeah. are not getting help that way. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see how it goes up there. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a big educational run up there. We're going to have to do a lot of education with a lot of people. Yeah. To teach them what it is that we do. Well, that's exciting. It's mm-hmm. great. That's great. Yeah. And what's Other next for you? I don't know. Maybe having Write a, a book, baby. Have I don't a baby. Know. Like we're, we're this couple that we don't do. We, we do things. Um, we like to be busy. We met in, we met six years, six and a half years ago. We met in October by May, I'd sold my house. I'd moved in with Kevin. We got married that August. We bought our, we both sold our houses, bought a new house at the same time that we got married. We gutted the house. Kevin was building the house. I got pregnant. I took a like 12 week mat leave and then started building this. And then right now we're doing the new office. We're doing IVF because we're crazy. And we're also starting a basement renovation tomorrow. We're underpinning our basement. I did that. So we will, it sounds terrible. It's the worst. Yeah. I did it. Why is it so, so bad? It's really it, messy. It's, it's literally digging into the earth. And you need to, it's basically like. It's making your basement deeper, right? Like yeah. The, this ceiling, Dina, this like what you have in your basement is like yeah. not normal. This yeah, is we like built our extremely, house. Yeah, we built the yeah, house. Yeah, no, this is like yeah. a custom beautiful. What are these, 10 foot? Nine feet? I think it's ten. Nine? Nine? Yeah, Nine. they're pretty high. Yeah. Like we couldn't, you and I as short people would not be able to stand in my basement. So mm. we gained, I think we're eight feet now. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the same. Yeah. But it's Where do you, a, it's where do you like, live? In the uh, West I'm End? by High Park. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Um, so you're somebody who likes, work. like Dina and I, yeah. you like to be busy, you like to have projects. Yeah. No, I'm not good at standing still. Yeah. Neither are we. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. So, should we go for coffee sometime? The three of us. Want to come to a right? Or, you know, chat on, an, I, on a podcast. Or we can just <laughs> chat we on a podcast. Too. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Did, awesome. did you, yeah. Uh, did you enjoy having a newborn? Was newbornhood? No. Time? Yeah, that no. stuff sucked for you too. Yeah. We also no. don't enjoy that. No. Mm. Yeah. So I taught a newborn care class at the office a couple of weeks ago. You're like, it's okay to hate this. Yeah, basically. And it was so funny. It was this, it was this lovely, lovely, so lovely group of people, right? They were so lovely. And I was like, so 
let's talk about how this is actually like shit's gonna go down. It's not gonna be good, right? And they're all I'm looking scare at me. The shit out of you. Like, seriously, they're all looking like, at me. Like, how do I get these... unpregnant now? What no, seriously, right? And they're like, oh, I don't want to hear negative stories. And I was like, oh, I'm so you don't want reality. Hmm. Right. Okay. No, this is gonna be the worst 12 weeks of your life. But someone needs to tell you that so that you can prepare for it, right? Like People can't hear it. They can't understand it. Even if you tell them or warn them. No, I Nothing know. prepares you for motherhood except Until for motherhood. Until you're there. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. yeah people, people think they're going to deliver. The baby comes out all healthy and beautiful and breastfeeds beautifully. That They latch right away. There's no pain. Baby gains weight. All is right with the world. They're going to sleep because no one realizes how really terrible babies sleep uh-huh. at the beginning. Um, and even if people tell them they'll be wake up every two hours, they're like, yeah, yeah, but like I sleep really shitty in pregnancy too. No, no, no. Like in their head, no, no, it's no. the same thing. No, no, my friends, yeah. it's not the same. It is not yeah. the same. No, no, yes. no, no. I know. Yeah. You have a good radio voice, by the way. Oh, thank you. I really think you have a good radio voice. Okay, so you didn't like early stages. Of no, parenting. You didn't no. Like I have no love for babies. Busy. We're like all the same. Just no love. For I babies. have no love for babies. <laughs> no, I know. And people, are, people are I like by babies that. a lot. <laughs> I like. Um, yeah, I, I like, like babies. Them when you're sleeping, but I don't. Yeah, of course. And still, I like my babies most when they're sleeping. Right yeah. <laughs> you know where that goes, right? Okay. Yeah. Just sure. Oh my god. No, the first couple months suck. I, I tell families all the time. I think the first three months suck and then things get better after and then sleep things training. get better yeah, yeah. yeah. sleeping better life yeah. changes you you get your yes. your life back in a way right yes Sorry. No, really yeah hurting. that's awesome Sorry, are you <laughs> hand expressing no no no, no. <laughs> you're just, like, uh, just freeing yourself my tit is just freaking killing me right now go hand express or something <laughs> i might have to andrew sorry whatever oh, oh, I, love oh, to. I have dude. a i have a bad oh, bleb. a blab it's killing me I've never had one. Oh, I'm out of fucking kills. Oh, they're not great. I've never had mastitis either, thankfully. Oh, I've also not I've had great. blocked ducts, but nothing really significant. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Didn't you just so get yeah. ultrasounded, though? Oh, the ultrasounds worked like a fucking charm. It was so smart. It Thank won't you. help with the blub, though? The blub is just... You said the pop, pop that shit, no? I don't know how to pop that shit. i got to deal with it later. So you take, I'm, like, a pin and know, you sterilize it. <sighs> yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, Personal no, up in no, here. No, no. Guys, I just took my shirt off. That's what happened. It's all good. Okay, so all right, so so you have a practice. You're a busy woman. All these amazing things. So you, now you have a four year old. It's amazing. You started the practice as a response to not enjoying motherhood. Uh, yeah, the practice is two years old. Uh, the practice is two years old. Yeah. So yeah. Old. So I guess Owen was two when I started it. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was a response to. Um, a, a response to a lot of things. Like I get really, I get really worked up about people who are providing shitty treatment, right? Like I get, especially pregnancy and, and postpartum is such a vulnerable time. And there's a lot of people out there doing really not awesome things with patients because they don't know any better. Um, and that makes me, I don't know, I get really, really worked up about it. Um, so I was like, we need to, something needs to happen about that. But also, I wanted a place. I That's had, surprising me. That's surprising to me, actually. I thought Toronto would have like the GT, especially when it comes to post postnatal and perinatal care. It depends. It's like superb and compared to other It is. It is compared to other places. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, the training for this kind of thing is, is, um, wild and varied, right? So for okay. someone, for any of these practitioners to actually know what they're doing, they have to take a lot of extended training, right? right? So you have a lot of practitioners in Toronto who are doing things because, like I said before, they want the warm body on their table. Yeah. There's a lot of massage therapists in Toronto. There's a lot of acupuncturists. There's a lot of chiropractors. They're, they're all starving, 
right? Overhead is is a lot. It's high, and so they want they need the warm body in their office. Yeah, and, I'm, and this isn't it just one profession, right? It's kind of a lot of them, um, and they'll take the patient when they really shouldn't because. They need the patient. It's interesting. I actually have to tell you, like, when I go to a place that specializes in postnatal care, it's substantially better than anywhere else that I've ever gone in yeah. any part of my entire life. I just find that people who are good at postnatal care are are great at postnatal mm-hmm. care. Like, I haven't found that's anybody that's mediocre. Oh, I see. Yeah, you know also, I mean? they're passionate about it. And they're well, passionate the thing, and they like, right? work so hard to make, they're so customer patient totally. focused. Totally. That's what I found in my experience. Yeah, and like birthy people tend to be nice people. Birthy right? people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like people kind of in birthland. Yeah, and, you're right. And that, like they, they do. Doulas, midwives. They tend to be yeah. pretty I don't nice. Think, I don't think a lot of obstetricians are super nice though. I would agree with that. I don't think lactation consultants are all that nice either. Some are it not depends. and some are lovely. Like Tay and Rose are like amazing. Yeah, they're so lovely. Yeah, yeah my new Tay team up north are so ago. lovely. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it depends. But in general, people who work in birthland want to work in birthland. I love that. And especially in, especially in this kind of practice, the, everybody who works with me are people who were, who were already working hard doing this work, but didn't necessarily have the business know-how, not that I did, um, but they didn't have the business know-how or the balls or the whatever to close their practice down the to everything else or the our, tits yeah. or the vagina. Yeah. They didn't do mom up. Exactly. So when I offered them the opportunity to only focus on this in their practice, they were like, well, yeah, this is what I like doing. And not run the practice. I mean, a lot of people don't want to be entrepreneurs, right? I cannot blame them. (laughs) They want to practice doing what they do. They want to clock in, clock out. Same with doctors, right? People want to come and work for me because it's easier. I I do all the shit. Totally. to work yeah. and they clock and clock they out just come into their patients and, and they're home. happy to leave yeah totally most people would rather that oh yeah i feel yeah, like totally. i would rather that no i would rather that are you kidding <laughs> me, me i would three. rather that yeah get me off of this hamster wheel yeah. that i made for myself yeah i had to say 80 and that's an interesting that i would love to have like a roundtable discussion of women who come from similar i guess like um elks of us who do this and like have a conversation about like the, like i think that itself is a very interesting topic of mm-hmm. like we are on this ferris wheel we can't get off of yeah 80 of the time it's amazing 20 percent of the time it's you really not but we did it die. for a reason right we were yes. actually working for someone else before yes. and we like doing our own shit having right. our own rules yeah, yeah. you know being the boss etc yeah we yeah. like being the boss right i can't imagine working for someone else again to no. be honest but at the same time i would also like someone to come in and run shit for me also. yeah yeah so, you know, we want it all. You know, yeah. the grass is always greener. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone in life that has a job that everything about no, that no. job is perfect. My right? father once no. said to me when I was younger, like when I first started in my career, and it's resonated with me. He's like, I, like, my father's a very successful lawyer. He's a criminal lawyer. It's like street fighting. It's, it's hard work. He's like, You think I wake up every day and want to go to work? There's some days mm. I don't really want to go to work. Yeah. I'm like, Oh. I thought you loved going to work. Yeah. Like, I do love my job and I'm really good at it, but not every day I wake up and I'm like, yes, let's work day. Yeah. You know, and I, today was one of those days. I had a very long, 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 long day. And I'm sure you did. Both of you did as well. It's one of those days where I'm just like, I'm ready to check out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I had a meeting with my, I have this business mentor who, who is, who, who, who? tell me, uh, his name is Biju and Biju. he okay. is, uh, he's an operations guy. So for as, as we're scaling, it's yep. become, it's so funny. It's like, what do I know about business? Mm-hmm. Like I've had to learn so much. Have you yeah. listened to the podcast masters of scale? Oh yeah. 
I love that podcast. Oh, it's Have you heard so of it? good. You, yeah. No. Oh, this is so you too. I, oh, actually, yeah. I listen to it when I run now and I'm obsessed with it. It's so, so, so good. Okay. Um, it started by Reed Hoffman who started LinkedIn and oh, a few other things. Yeah. And it's very, very, they have like really excellent, really very famous entrepreneurs. Like, you know, like, you know, people that started Facebook as mm-hmm. an example, like very fancy people. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, I'm talking like it's like no one knows who, he, who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> the guy like, he's trying to be the guy, person. the guy, yeah, like, whatever his Marcus. name is. Yeah, I can say yeah, Mark. He'd be really like, uh huh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but um, but it was very, very good. And it, it's, it's all about, you know, entrepreneurship. But, you know, how do you take it from being this thing to being a bigger thing? And how do you scale up? Very well done. Uh-huh. It's a little bit annoying with the ads, I have to say, but it otherwise is. it's actually very, very good. Yeah, it's a no, big production. This is big deal yeah. podcast. This is not Sydney and Dina's basement podcast. Podcast, oh, I but, love this podcast. Yeah. This yeah, is a this big is, production. We got three mics going. I know. And, and Andrew. And Andrew. And Brute. Yeah. Champagne. Yes. Amazing. Okay, so, 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 so tell us about your my, business coach. So this guy, Biju, um, so he is about... Find him? Uh, okay, so I did the... Um, I did an E-series last year with the Forum for Women's Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs. FWE. We'll leave it at that. Okay. So uh, they do this like this three day business thing, um, and it was it was kind of in that time that I was like, I am flailing. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. I need to learn something. Um, so I went and did that. It was actually really good. I learned a fair number of things. I made a lot of really good contacts. So um, I'd like to know more that. about that program. Okay. Um, it's it's actually quite a, quite a decent program, and they they put you together with people of like uh, billings. Yeah. So based on, you know, if you're making less, if you're billing less than half a million dollars, you're going to be in this group. If you're billing between half a million and a million, you're in here. And then if you're seven figures up, you're in this group. So um, and this is in person. And it's in person. Yeah, it's in Toronto. Um, and it was it was a decent experience for me. Um, so part of that is you get a mentorship. Um, so and you get you get matched with a mentor who is whatever you need. So last year I had this amazing mentor, um, uh, Sandra, that was all about HR. Uh, because I was like, this is the bane of my existence. I don't know how to manage people. I'm getting always annoyed with people. Um, I, just I think found people management is a, is a big piece is, of, of having your own business that people what, may not notice. Like mm-hmm. They're thinking about like the space and the stuff and the services you're providing. It's for sure. the people. HR is a big thing. Yeah. It's yeah. the people, honestly. And that was that, that first year. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm flailing. I hate everybody. Right? I hated everybody. And anybody who'd come to me for anything, I'd be angry. I'd be like, don't, don't do you know how much work this is for me? Mm. Um, and we'd have these staff meetings where all I wanted to talk about was numbers. And my practitioners were like, fuck, like, I don't care about that shit, right? Like, I don't care. And it was my HR person that was like, never talk about numbers again. And I was like, okay, all right. Um, and for her, it was, it was all about culture, right? She's like, it's all about culture. You have to make your office a happy place to work. People who are happy are more productive, right? So it was, but it was a huge shift for me. And then I read a thousand books on HR and managing teams and all of those things. Um, so that was the, so besides making people, is that the biggest lesson you learned? It was make your team happy. Yeah. Okay. You know what? At the end of the day, I have no practice without my team. Yeah, I know. And they're right? the face of your brand too, right? Yeah, Especially yeah. in the surface we, we industry we like we're in. Absolutely. Yeah, they're the face yeah, of your brand. I couldn't do anything without my team. Yeah, like I have, Western Mamas doesn't exist without, I. it doesn't exist without yeah. the practitioners yeah. and my and my support staff. Um, so making sure that everybody is happy and everybody is fulfilled and and everybody is well thanked and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And Unicorn I, cake. And Unicorn cake. 
right? The the cake that says thank you unicorns. Um, and you do stuff like that. You, uh, yeah, we, we, we definitely do stuff, stuff yeah, yeah, as a team. It, it's hard. I mean, I think it also as support staff, as admin staff, they get the brunt of patient complaints. Totally. And, you know, if they're late or the practitioner's late or whatever the case is, yeah. they, they get the brunt of that. They, and it's, sometimes they're thanked and they're often not. Mm-hmm. And sometimes patients are assholes to my friend staff and they come in and they're like super happy and easy going with me. And then mm-hmm. they tell me after, by the way, that that patient yelled at me or threw something at me. And I'm like, that's so weird to me. They were like so lovely. Totally. That's how some people are. So yeah. they get the brunt of it. Yeah. yeah. You know like that running clinic. So that's like, you know, busy. people are there. You're busy. Yeah. And people are there for obviously a reason. So yeah. I found with my staff or my staff, my team, my team is a very different model because everyone's a volunteer, but anytime I can get my team a perk, I will. Like, totally. I will do anything. Totally. To, like I pay in perks. Like I've got this. Ama- oh, I ordered you one. It should be coming soon. It's a subscription box of like healthy, amazing snacks. Yeah. yeah. Fun. It's called the balance box. And the girl sent it to me and then she called me today and then she showed up at my house and she's like, I got more referrals from your social media than I've ever gotten oh, from like amazing. major social. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy one for everyone. That's awesome. On my team, including oh, you. Oh, that's so amazing. the girls started writing me. They're like, we got our boxes in the mail. That's so and fun. I won't give it. Like, I paid for that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I want to do nice things. No, but it's honestly, it's for so me, important. it's sweet cookies, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of you. I'm appreciating you. Yeah. And, like, the difference is I don't necessarily, um, um, I can't pay right now. So I was just have yeah. a different business model. So I'm like, anything I can do, yeah. any modeling opportunities, any free clothing, any nights out, any dinners, any cocktails, anything I will yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, honestly, it's all about the people. It's about yeah, the people. It's all about the people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I want to hear more about that training because that sounds okay, amazing. Okay, so yeah, it was actually really good. Um, then, so then, so, so so then, Sandra, who taught you. So then I had Sandra for happy. a year yeah. about how to do HR. And I still have HR challenges, but I've had to fire so many people in the past year that I've become an expert at firing. Uh-huh. I've also become really good Teach at hiring. Um, oh, seriously, we yeah. can have role playing about firing. Uh-huh. That's what it's all about. Like, seriously, it's yeah. just, it's practice 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 it's so much practicing right. people um <laughs> i thankfully haven't had to fire very many people yeah. but it's, <sighs> it's not it's not fun it's really not fun but you know what it gets easier it gets it definitely gets easier but the people management was a really 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 big part for me to learn yeah um and then knowing that i wanted to scale i was like okay i have i still have sandra in my back pocket i sent her a wand that, a couple of weeks ago that i ordered on etsy for her because i was like you're you're basically my fairy godmother so she was like well if i'm gonna keep doing this i need a wand so i got her a wand that's really um cute. and uh so i still have her in my back pocket when i need her so when i'm having those 911 calls i can still call her because she's lovely and then i got matched with biju and i've only had a couple of, of meetings with him so far but he was so he's he's really great at kind of distilling what are the biggest problems right mm-hmm. and i said you know he's like well what do you want to talk about i'm like i don't know i don't know what i want to talk i don't know am i supposed yeah. to have an agenda so we met last week and I was like, I just, I feel like I don't know what my job is, right? I said, I feel mm-hmm. like my job is kind of everything. Yeah. And even though I have, I have a project manager and I have an executive assistant and I have a clinic manager and I have an office manager and I have a studio manager and I have, you know, I have all of these people, yeah. but I still feel like I'm in the weeds. Yeah. And I think what I'm hearing you say, which I think is a really good, valuable lesson for any of our mom bosses listening is like, um, at the end of the day, it doesn't, the perception of success is one thing behind the curtain when you like, you know, well behind the, the, you know, the Oz of the wizard of Oz, there's somebody supporting you and that there's something to be said about coaching. Yeah. 
and mentorship and yeah. all those pieces. And that- I think there's a difference though between coaching and mentorship. Yeah. Um, I think there's actually a really big difference there. I think coaching is often something that you pay to have done. Right. And I, I actually, it's so funny. I'm going to get stuck for this. I do not like the idea of coaching. Okay. I, um, no I recently have heard of here. a lot of, I've never had a coach. Um, it feels a bit foreign to me, but I've actually recently spoken to a few women entrepreneurs that are all about their coaches mm. and they don't do, they don't, ha- they have never done work like this person is doing. So I don't, I can't totally wrap my head around it. Yeah. But I it's, guess it's like simple things like, um, sometimes you do need someone to just point things out to you. And yeah, you know, take totally. inventory of what you have and what you need. And like, there's a lot of kind of basic premises. Yeah. There, but, some people are really into it, especially yeah. I think in the mom entrepreneur world in Toronto. I think especially are quite into the in the mom business. entrepreneur world. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I have so much to we say about that. We should have a coach on and just see like, maybe it is helpful. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's helpful I, for some people. I'm a big believer in mentorship. Yes. I actually ran a career mentorship program at some stages of my career. And mentorship itself is actually a flawed system because to someone assigning you a mentor and the chances of working out are quite slim. Yeah. Usually you have to go through the process of sort of like either finding a mentor or a mentor saying like, I am looking for a mentee and usually they need to see themselves in that person a little bit, either Mm -hmm. like an aspiration or inspiration. Um, but what you experienced where you got paired in a program, that's very interesting. Well, and it's that's interesting. very rare that that's so successful. It doesn't, it's not always successful. It's so successful, I ended yeah. up in a mastermind group um, after the E-series that I didn't stay with um, because we just had really different business models. Everybody in the group, it just was not working for me. Lovely women, successful women. Um, but... Uh, they not all of them had an awesome mentorship experience, um, but mine has been amazing. And um, they'll they'll find you someone else if yours doesn't work out. So you can do. It's interesting with the E series. You could do. So I did. Um, I did the first year with the E series, and then the mentorship. And then I thought I was going to go back and do the E series again this year, but I didn't really want to do it. But I wanted the mentor. Uh, so you uh-huh. could get the mentor separate from that. It was three hundred dollars for the year. So you're and t- they get paid this person? I don't I know. I think it's volunteer for them. Hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. So of all the professional development you've done up to this date, this is the program and this experience that you would recommend. Yes. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Have you done stuff? Have you done like training things? Uh, okay, let me think. I've done like, for me, professional development is like going to conferences or yeah. showing up at networking events. Um, I have, I had a professional mentor who was like ended up being like a friend and a life mentor and she passed away last year mark actually mm. it's her one year your side like right now oh. like a very good mentor like i've had i had she's my mentor for like almost 10 years and she just passed a young woman a huge dynamo mm. um she died like in 12 weeks of cancer it's tragic her she died the same week and her daughter got married it was like oh. very, very oh, sad. stop it anyways so she passed and since then i had it's a huge gaping hole in my heart of my life that i haven't been able to really fill so, but I'm ready. I think I'm ready to find that person again. I've had other mentors who it's not that formal. This is a woman I used to sit in her office and gripe about life, whatever. And she like literally would guide me and be like, wait a minute, slow down. And like knew exactly how to talk me into or out of or off of anything. Um, and, and I haven't had that person in a year. Actually, I called her and told her I was nine weeks pregnant and she mm. told with my second. And then mm. she told me that she had cancer in the same phone call. Mm. So... Anyways, terrible. I uh, yeah. I've never had a mentor yeah. in like really, really any realm. But I thought in medicine, of my career, <clears throat> I medicine give you a mentor. 
uh, yeah, I mean, I've been given mentors before and they've mm. not been people that yeah. are like-minded. I mean, I'm not a typical physician, right? I mean, this whole entrepreneur business is like totally yeah. not That's not typical, typical doctor. of many physicians, right? Um, yeah, most doctors are terrible business people, Dean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a common thing to be bad at business. I think and most people are terrible money. business people. I think so. I think so, yeah. And, and we're certainly not trained for it. I think that a science mind is typically quite different mm-hmm. than a business mind. And um, Unless you went to McMaster, walk a little faster. I guess so, I guess so, yeah. Right? I mean, I, I think... I'm naturally kind of business minded. And I was even when I was a little kid, I was like selling shit when I was like three, literally. Um, So I'm a bit of a different mind that way with absolutely no business training whatsoever. I've never taken a business class in my life. I'm just kind of drawn to that and being my own boss and that kind of thing. No, I've never, Andrew, have I ever had a mentor? I don't think I've ever had a mentor in life. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be nice to like learn from someone and shoot ideas off of. I think I've just found other entrepreneurs, you know, like like you guys. Uh Um, like I have this idea and whatever, but I just kind of roll with everything to be honest. Like I just trust my gut like immensely. Yeah, me too. And I procrastinate nothing. And if I have an idea, I'm just like, fuck that, I'm just doing the idea. And I come home and I'm like smiling and Andrew goes, What are you doing now? Oh god, what are we doing (laughs) now? It's a pretty common thing. Um Yeah. And then Andrew just roll, lets me roll he with sighs it. like he's, he just did all right deeply. another thing dina's gonna take on exactly Let's what am i doing now gut, dina i think that's interesting i'm i'm super gut oriented how about you oh yeah me too yeah Before no if it feels right heart. i do it and yeah. like if it if it doesn't work oh, all right fine yeah but whatever like, move on but if i but i become like almost obsessive about i have this idea <clears> i think it's gonna be great i'm just gonna do it and mm-hmm. i don't and if it doesn't work okay fine i'll back off of it you know but i mean in general it's, it's worked out for me pretty well yeah I would yeah think so yeah, I'm very, a big fan of God. very much the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, me too. I yeah, and I also lead very emotionally. I would say too. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, ve- I'm very emotionally driven. I'm not like a very, I would say, I don't know, am I an emotional person? No. Andrew, would you say I'm not like a cry <laughs> emotional person? I see, I see. I knew he was going to say yes. I think most people wouldn't recognize that I'm emotional because I'm yeah. very, I'm very, even you know, keeled. even keeled and yeah. forward and like I. I don't typically cry like I'm very even I don't have huge highs or huge lows Um, I'm pretty even but I'm but I'm emotionally driven like if if I meet a person I know if I like them very quickly like you I've we've I've met people with you before Mm -hmm. and within two minutes I'm like "Mm -mm, nah this person's not doing it for me Mm -hmm. right and then if I meet them again I still typically have those same feelings about them so I judge people early Mm -hmm. and strongly uh yeah but I'm, but I'm very much driven by and I'm like I have such that. a high tolerance for people that people are like really I have a high, very high tolerance with people generally that other people can't stand I have a lot of patience for huh. and then I find that like it's a great skill I'm though. not That's somebody very good. I'm not yeah. somebody who dislikes people but if I dislike people it's like I, you're my I hate you like, yeah. it's like I don't love everybody yeah. but I hate certain people but I generally I think 95% of people I, I don't have a problem with because wow. I have such a high tolerance for people I, I hate almost skill. nobody but I but yeah. I dislike many people yeah I feel the same I don't have a lot of patience I judge really nonsense. fast yeah yeah probably faster than I should I don't I'm not such a fast I'm, I'm a good yeah. judge of character I'm not, I'm not judging I right. try not to judge Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. No, I, I think I think I do judge. <laughs> I know. I try really hard I not to. I wish I didn't, but right. I think I do. In my business, I have to be very like pink colored lenses for almost everyone I meet because I'm meeting people postpartum and yeah. God knows what the fuck day they had and how much sleep they had. Yeah. What the, Welcome what to my life. Yeah, no kidding. Like, yes. Welcome to my life. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, very pa- world, I'm very right? patient with patients because because I have to be, right? And uh, and I know I know some physicians that really have no patience for any nonsense and, and I think I... I, I 
don't wear that on my sleeve. I think I'm very patient with everyone, even if they are not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But um, but people I meet like socially and stuff, I judge pretty quickly. And yeah. and I, I'm pretty right, actually. The people that have let me down the most in life, I knew they would. Yeah. I knew they would. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to give you a little, of, a little wiggle room. And then I'm disappointed. Um, so now I'm like very like... Bye, Felicia. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck off, man. Fuck, Fuck off, Felicia. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so off, I Felicia. don't... Yeah. And like, you know who I am. Like, I'm, I'm no bullshit and people know that. Oh, so I if I like it, if I like you, you know it. And if I don't, yeah, I don't hang out with you. I'm not going to spend my time. I have too much to do. Oh my really. God. Too busy. Too yeah. busy. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to waste any time. Yeah. 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 Cool. I was, at. we have this new receptionist at the office. Cassandra, she's and very, I hate her. <laughs> no, she's so lovely. She's actually super lovely. I really, I she's really like her and her she's, she's going to do great. Um, but it was funny. We're sitting in the office yesterday. Was it yesterday? I went in, I got out of my pajamas at four o'clock to go in for, uh, because I've been... Who lives this life where you get to live in pajamas till four Because o'clock. I don't stop to pee or change. Right. That's the life, right? I start work at four in the morning in my pajamas and then it's four in the afternoon and I realize I haven't peed since seven in the morning and camel. I'm camel you guys should be yeah. and you know what I'm it is I don't too. drink water that's yeah. the problem oh, I, do, I, I drink water all day, every day. camel so it's really often that like I'll, I work out in the morning and so let's say I pee at like 9.30 before I go to work I'll often work the full day till uh, like your classic example is my, is my days where I go to the emerge so I'll work till like three I get to the emerge at like three three thirty and then I often will like finish my shift at like 10 or 11 and I'm like, fuck, I haven't peed all day. Yeah, yeah. It's been 14 hours. Oh, yeah. And I've drank like two liters and wow. had a meal and I'm wow. like, I should probably pee and then I pee and it's like, five minutes in my peeing. <laughs> and I did this when I, I was pregnant. Yeah, I've, I've done, and uh, yeah, we, we, we talked to Hunter Ross, like the, the pelvic floor physio. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've never had a leak. I have very good pelvic control. Wow, But that's I do amazing. the opposite of what you should do. Pregnant, I would do this 14 hours of not peeing. That's wild. Never had an accident. Like, I'm a camel. You are camel. a camel. And one of our kids, our Dylan, our eight-year-old, is a camel. Like, there, there's whole days he doesn't pee for sure. And I'm like, wow. have you peed? He's like, I think this morning when I was brushing my okay. teeth, you're like, what the hell is wrong with her? We have amazing fucking bladders. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like that. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I'm not good at drinking water. so much in common. I just, your camel ability. I know, I know, right? <laughs> I think my mom is a camel from what I understand, but I did not get that genetic trait. Right. So, so I go into the office yeah. at four o'clock for acupuncture, um, which is one of the perks of having all the people there. Um, what do you get done? Uh, well, right now we're doing the like the pre-transfer acupuncture thing for IVF. Let's talk um, about acupuncture. I've never had acupuncture. Oh I'm my god, fan. you need to have I'm acupuncture. A, I'm a big right. fan of like allied health stuff. Like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tries this, but yeah, yeah. I've never had acupuncture. Oh my god. Okay, so I actually oh only had. I'm I'm actually embarrassed to admit this because I hired acupuncturists before I had acupuncture, and then I had acupuncture last year for the first time, and I left the room and I went. It was one of my staff members. And I went to the front desk and everybody was like, are you high? Hmm. Like I came out and I was like, I don't think I've been this relaxed in years. Hmm. Yeah, no. I love massages, but the thing is I like deep touch. So I feel like acupuncture wouldn't do it for me. It might not be your thing. I'd be it like, might not be your thing. Unless you harder. have someone, <laughs> unless you have someone who does like, cause there's different schools of thought for acupuncture. There's the super gentle acupuncture. And then there's the, we're going to make this hurt acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So which you might enjoy. You never know. But once the needle, she are definitely would like the one that would hurt. Yeah. Yes. And then once the needles <laughs> are in, you just, <laughs> 
Andrew's nodding. Were you slapping an ass? Andrew was slapping an ass. Not my ass. The air ass. The air ass. Slap my ass. I'm like within arm's reach right now. And she's your wife. Not really. That's squeezing said ass. Yes. Yeah, no, it's uh it's I would actually do acupuncture over a massage any day. But mm. that's new up until I started acupuncture. I only wanted massage and I wanted like hot stone massage. I wanted I'm actually a sucky baby. Mm. So for me, it's people think, "Oh, you're a chiropractor. You're going to want like whatever." I'm like, "No. If you if it's too rough, I'm going to squeal. It's terrible." I love acupuncture. Mm. So, so yes. So I went in yesterday for acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Um because I can do that. I'm going to circle back to the judging, judging people and being nice until you're, until you're not. Yes. So when I said this to, it, it's a thing that everybody knows about me. They're like, you are so, uh, I'm just so upfront. There are no, there is no pretense, nothing. You always know where I stand. It's not always a good thing. That's me. That's um, a me to a T. It's super transparent. A very, very Honest transparent. Fault. Yes. And, uh, Cassandra was sitting there and I was like, you need to know that, I will do anything for you. Like I will make your life very, very good. Whatever you need, I will give it to you until you cross me and Ooh. then I will cut you. <laughs> right? I like it. This is your staff person? I want a oh, Cassandra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She kind of scares me. Yeah, no. And if my staff said that to me, I'd be like, are you high? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she was like, okay, all right. And I was like, Seriously, people think because I'm a nice person, they can walk all over me. Mm. And it's like, no, no, my friend. No, no, I will help you. I will give you everything you need. But don't be an asshole. Right. As soon as you become an asshole, we're not friends anymore. And then she fired her. And then <laughs> I fired her. No, no. Cassandra's yeah. going to be great. She's right. lovely. Tell me, are you? do you practice chiropractic on children and, and pregnant women? I, so pregnant women, yeah. I don't do kids. Yeah. Um, so... I have a chiropractor there that does, but I know nothing about it. So I haven't seen a chiropractor probably in 10 years. Probably I've never seen a chiropractor. And like since McMaster, I went a few times. I used to actually, I think I like discovered and then like somebody upsold me. I had to come three times a week. Oh yeah. For the rest of your life. The rest of my life. So I actually went a bunch and then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But after I was postpartum about 10 days or eight days postpartum, oh, five days postpartum, I thought I was going to die Yeah. because um, I couldn't breathe and I was having... Um, chest pains and of course I called my GP and my GP's like go to emergency right now you could have bleeding in your of course you could be dying so then I called my midwife I called my limbs from a non-doctor she's talking about bleeding in your limbs in all of your parts bleeding in all of your parts in my ribs so I was like I'm gonna call my my primary health care provider which is my midwife and my midwife was like let me make a consultation and call you back. She's like, I'm sitting over a chiropractor. It's probably your ribs just coming down into place. And I was Certainly. like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So then I had a chiropractor come to the house and she adjusted me. She came one day. She stayed for 90 minutes. Okay. Came the next day, stayed for 90 minutes. And I was like literally brand new. Yeah. But it was the ribs. I was carrying so big the last time that my ribs had expanded so widely that they were coming back down and the muscles underneath it. And I actually thought that I was dying on five, yeah. day five postpartum at home with my newborn baby. And she's like, pack up the baby and go to merge. I hadn't left the house yet because Essa was born in my house. Of course. So I was like, I'm not taking her to emerge because you're telling me that my ribs are like, I'm not, like, I'm not, it's not happening. So it was my only time I've had chiropractic since then. And it was a positive experience. That's good. But there you go. I think most people think that chiropractic is like cracking your neck. I think most people think that chiropractic is cracking the neck. Yeah. No, it's, what is uh, it actually? I like? don't really know what you guys do, to be honest. Uh, so and I don't have a Pete's Cairo. So if you have a Pete's Cairo or someone that's good at it and they want to work a kid crew, I would like to bring someone. Okay. I could probably find you someone for that. What's her name does? Um, 
At a Hannah's place. Has a peds Cairo? Yeah, 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 she does. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Kyla. Kayla. Kaya? Kaya? Uh, Kaya? Oh, that's a, it'll carry the name. Search with a K. Shayla. Yeah. There's a Y. Shayla. Shayla. Thank you. It's Dr. Shayla. Yeah, <laughs> she sees a lot of kids, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, lots and lots. Um, uh, you know, chiro- chiropractic is, is tough because it's a profession. Chiropractic isn't a treatment Right. So, and unfortunately we are, oh God, I'm going to be like, the regulators are going to hear this and I'm going to get a slap on the wrist. We're not well regulated. Right. So unfortunately the people at the top, there's actually an election happening right now um, for the board of directors for Ontario and we're a really fractured profession, right? Mm-hmm. So there's some people on this side who are like, come in and we'll do ear candling and I'm going to adjust your innate wellness. And if you have a cold, come in and I'll adjust your whatever. And it's going to be your vitality is going to increase. <sighs> there's... Uh... <sighs> How do you feel about that? I don't feel good about yeah. that. I don't feel good about that. So there's that side of things. And then there's those of us that are like, let's look at the evidence right. and let's see what actually works. Right. And let's only do what actually works. Even though, I mean, and you know this in medicine, like not every, we don't have an RCT for everything. Empirical evidence is worth something, but, uh, so yeah, there's, so if you look at chiropractic as a whole, there's this wide scale of what chiropractic can mean. And I tell people all the time, um, I'm like, if you want to know if you're going to a good chiropractor, call the office and ask them if they'll adjust you if you have an ear infection. Mm. I have an ear infection. Will you do an adjustment to fix that? If they say yes, run for the hills. Mm. And if they say no, that's crazy, then they're probably a decent chiropractor. Mm. But there's this, there's this big, you know, people get really worried about chiropractic. And I mean, a lot of what we do is very, <laughs> everything that we do is very safe, not just a lot. Um, it's been well studied and it really depends on the approach, right? So there's some people that are, there's some chiropractors that are sports chiropractors and they're going to do rehab. I don't do that stuff for, I mean, for me, I'm about pelvises and bellies, mm-hmm. um, and, and neck pain. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, and it's interesting. We you practice chiropractic for bellies and pelvis. It's not chiropractic well, it's for bellies, but yeah. I mean, pelvis. Yes. It's a right. big bone, right? Big group of bones. Um, and so for us, it's making people feel better during pregnancy and making them feel feel better after they had their baby. But it's not a come in. It's not a passive treatment to me, right? Like for me, it's not just come in and I'll fix you and then go away and come back and I'll fix you again. So for me, it's come in. I will get you out of pain, but I'm going to give you some strategies so that you can actually help yourself at home. Sort of like physio. Very much like there, physio. But you give them exercises to do Very much like physio. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's uh, it's funny because when I first graduated, I mean, it was like a hundred years ago now. But when I first graduated from chiropractic school, there was, you know, chiro- chiropractors are notoriously egotistical when they graduate. So they tend to be like, "Oh, I'm a doctor. I can diagnose anything," and you know, physios aren't doctors because they can't diagnose, right? And it's uh-huh. like, and and yet, they're actually pretty damn good at what they do. And who cares? if they can diagnose or not. Is there a big difference between what you physically do as a chiropractor versus... It totally depends physio? on the chiropractor. Okay. Yeah. It's like the physios in my office don't use modalities. Mm-hmm. So things like ultrasound and IFC where you put those sticky pads and stuff on, uh, they, everything is hands-on in the physios in my office. The chiropractors do use some modalities in the office um, as like a comfort measure before we do everything else. But we also like in, in our office, chiropractic is a half-hour visit versus other offices where chiropractic is 
is a four-minute visit. So you go in, you get on the table, you get your adjustment. Woo, you have your adjustment. Awesome, I'll see you next week. Hmm. Right? So it's it's not like that. But there isn't always a huge difference in how we practice. Mm-hmm. When you adjust, do you does a person <clears throat> stay in that new, happy, aligned position? It, honestly, no. So not usually for long anyway, especially at the beginning, because you have to teach them how to get out of their habits. Mm -hmm. So new moms, right? So I mean, if a new mom is rocking a new mom hunchback and she's sitting. (laughs) This is my thing too. I mean, so breast. Well, totally. If there's any pain and the phone too. And at that point, oh my God, the phone. Don't even, don't even. Breastfeeding with their heads down. Yes. And like, and our phones. Then I try to hold my phone up like this and it's still terrible. Yeah. No, it's not awesome. And then the sleeping, if you're co-sleeping, for a lot of our moms do yeah. and they're sleeping yeah, the like the, you know yeah. they're they're really they're suffering so and it's interesting because in the in pregnancy and postpartum there is a lot of it that is really acute care right like you're coming in and you feel like shit and we're going to help you feel better so you're coming in and you can hardly walk you can walk out of here but you're still pregnant you know, everything is still going to be still changing. Pressure there. There's, There's still, still pressure a lot of weight. There's still a lot of biomechanical issues. So, and uh, these moms are tired. They don't want to do the work. So there is a lot of come in and we'll give you the stuff to do, but they're probably not going to do it. Yeah. Um, so, and that's okay too, right? Like whatever. We have a lot of leeway for our moms. In postpartum, we're like, I will give you one thing to do. Yeah. Prove to me that you can do one thing. Yeah. So what are some I things that we two? should be doing? So I, I've never seen a chiropractor. I get massages. I used to get them really regularly, actually, like mm-hmm. once every week or two oh, weeks. Wow. I don't anymore because okay. I don't have the time. You're too busy. But I, yeah, and I used to have someone that was amazing that came to me and, and I, she, did, she doesn't work anymore. So um, I lost like my favorite person and oh. I do everything in my house if I can. So I have someone yeah. for you who really? is like, yes. yeah, Just and she's after. like hard Hardcore, like hard hardcore. massage deals with triathletes. Yes. You would yeah. love her. Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah, you love pass her. That to me. But um, but I still find I, I'm, I'm much 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 better now. The first you know few months is the most difficult for me. But I still, if I'm sore anywhere, it's my shoulders. Yeah, and you know my upper like traps, deltoids, etc. And it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help that I'm quite active and I, I lift weights and and run. Totally. And, anyway, I do things with and I wear a stethoscope all day. Yeah, which is really really not good for my neck when yeah. my neck is irritated and I spend a lot of time on my phone. And even if I'm trying to be very conscious about it. Anyway, so what what would you say to a mom like that that has shoulder pain? You know, it's a really that's a tough one. Or right? any person, not just so, a mom. So so not just a mom, but anybody. I mean, it's a tough one. You have to look at the entire picture, right? So we try to make little changes wherever we can. So and it's interesting because the the research is out on stretching, for example. You know, it's like one year they say do all the stretching, and the next year they say stretching is bullshit. I still say stretch if if stretching makes you feel good, stretch, right? It's probably not gonna hurt you. It will impair your performance if you're like an Olympic sprinter. So don't do that. But I don't think we're treating Olympic sprint, sprinting. I, I know. Right there, there goes your career. I'm sorry for your luck, but you know, like, try not to spend so much time on your phone. Try not to stay in one position for too long. Try to avoid doing really goofy things. Right? So you just and you just talking right now. I realized my left shoulder's been killing me for like literally the last four months, and I realize now it's because I've been sleeping like this. Yes, because my daughter's been sleeping here. Of course, and it just dawned on me now. Now she's sleep trained. Four days, she's she's been sleep trained. Yeah, she's sleeping not on my bed, and I realize. And you have your arm back. Yeah. Wow, that's honestly an most of the time it's little tweaks that we just need to make. It's balancing things out. Most of us, our pecs are super tight, right? We spend our entire day looking forward and down, mm. right? So maybe we could open up our pecs a little bit. Maybe our rhomboids and our shoulder stabilizers aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Maybe we could train those. Most of us, our shoulder blades, like our shoulder blades are supposed to do um, one motion and they do another one most of the time because we are not 
using our bodies the way we're supposed to do. We most, I mean, you're not exactly the norm this way, but most of us sit on our asses yeah. all day. I which think is why I don't feel as shitty as I could feel. Absolutely, because, seriously. I'm moving all day well, long. you are moving and you're exercising, I'm right? Like. You know, I never look at that shit, actually. I don't. You live on that thing. You don't know what it is? I live on the thing. She's looking at my watch that I'm wearing. My, my I watch. Um, I can look. I never look. You probably do like 40,000 Today, Today was day. spinning. I didn't run. So uh-huh. it's, it's a different kind of day. But I can certainly look. But but I spend my day walking room to room to room yeah, to yeah. room. I sit down on a stool yeah. to examine a kid. Which or is awesome. The table, and, then, and then I walk again. And mm-hmm. I, I chart everything standing. So I'm standing like most yeah, of the day. Yeah, which is great. But if I have like the weekend, like I know I don't feel as well on the weekend. Even if I like run or do something very physical. Because my body does not like sitting around. Mm-hmm. Like my one of my biggest fears in life when I was pregnant was... I mean, obviously, all the health stuff around kids, but having to have bed rest. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's my nightmare. I think I would actually die. Yeah. Like, if I had a minute of bed rest, that's my I would lose my mind. Yeah. Mine was gestational diabetes. I was like, if oh, I have to stop so eating sugar and shit, yeah. because oh. I'm just, I'll be so yeah. upset. Oh, speaking of which, can we talk about keto? How come you hate keto? Oh, God. I just, I felt like shit on it. Oh, I really? really, oh, my God. I felt like shit. I really didn't feel good. And then I realized about 10 days into it, I, it was it was that keto flu thing. Yeah. That feels I had, shitty at the beginning. I had, um, I had a glass of water that was really, really salty, and ten minutes later, I felt a whole lot better. It was really. You probably gross. weren't having any of salt and water then. I That's was a having, keto thing. I was having a salt lot of salt and water. And water. Yeah. Well, I mean, not salt and water. That sounds gross. But no, when you when you are going through. So what she's describing is when you start going keto. So uh-huh. keto is a very low carb diet, yes, I, high protein, I, I low carb. I, I understand that. I didn't yeah. know there was. No, water I'm telling our salt. audience. I'm telling people oh, I don't okay, know what I'm keto sorry. is. So keto I'm is sorry, a. I'm, sorry, <laughs> I'm a little tired. The mamas and the papas and the. I know, right? Love you. Um, so keto is a low carb diet, which is you know getting very fashionable right now, and maybe it's healthier, maybe it's not. I don't know. There's lots of debates about this, but I've actually been keto for a number of months, as has Andrew, and I feel really, really good on it. Actually, I like it a lot because mm-hmm. I think I'm actually pretty addicted to carbs, as many people are. Totally. And I and that's all I ever want, actually, especially when I'm pregnant. All I want when I'm pregnant is like a bagel and yep. a muffin and whatever. That's what any pregnant woman wants. Uh, totally. Croissants. And I was and croissants, whatever toast and cheese yes. is my thing. Yes. But um, but I was actually. I was gluten free for like thirteen or fourteen years. Oh wow! And then just went off of gluten when I was pregnant with my last, and then felt really shitty again. So anyway, so I tried keto. But what happens is when you don't have carbs holding in water in your body, you pee out a lot of water. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people get very dehydrated at the beginning, and where salt, where water goes, salt goes, and vice versa. So people that are peeing out a lot of water, they lose salt as well. And so a lot of people go through this carb flu thing when they are going low carb on a keto diet and what they would actually need and benefit from is more water and more salt. Right. Yes. You put so, salt in the water. Yeah, I drink electrolyte kind of uh-huh. solutions, but yeah, you could drink just salty water. Or whatever. Yeah. For me, it was like I was I was desperate. I felt so shitty. Oh yeah. my God, I felt so bad. The whole time. Um, yeah, and then, I mean... I'm a bit of a hedonist, right? Like I am never going to be a skinny person. I drink a lot of wine, um, way more wine than I should. And we, yet she's drinking water and we're drinking champagne. How, um, much, how much wine? A lot of wine. More, more than a bottle a day? Uh, no, but like probably a bottle. Yeah. Like a lot. That's pretty standard. Kevin and I drink a lot. Um, and he can put away a lot. Holy crap. He can put away it's a gonna lot. It's going to suck if you get pregnant. Uh, don't even get me started. It's going to be the worst. Um, and so uh, we drink a lot. I really like, like <laughs> my mentor last week, he was like, what do you want? I was like, 
I want to move to the south of France. Like that's the goal mm-hmm. is to move to the south of France because I love France. And uh, I want to eat all the cheese and I want to drink all the wine and I want to have all of the baguette. Mm. And yeah, baguette doesn't really do it for me. Only I, fresh I, I baguette really like, in France does it for me. Fair. I, I like cheese a lot, which yeah. is cool with keto. I really like charcuterie. Like I love oh, yeah. meats and seafood yeah, and cheese. Yeah. And yeah, I don't really, I'm not a big bread fan unless I'm in France. Well, and then fair. it's all the bread. But yeah, I don't know. I really, I like food a lot. And I really felt like my quality of life was suffering don't, on keto. Don't do it. Absolutely. Don't I was do it, like, man. I miss don't the things it. I love. And Kevin and I, like we, a, a big part of our life is cooking together, right? Mm-hmm. So when we built our house, we have this crazy kitchen because uh, that's what we like to do. And I was getting depressed on keto because I missed my missed good food. Keto, what do you like to cook? Keto is out. I don't know. What do we we like to cook everything? We you know what we went through a phase at the beginning where it was like a Sunday roast every Sunday and a different kind of roast. Like I am I'm about comfort food, right? So a roast and potatoes mm-hmm. and I mean my dad's chairman, but my mom is Irish, so it's like that kind of food. Um but we like to, you know, for New Year's Eve, for example, we have um, a couple of, of uh, my couple friends come over and we do a menu from like f- the French Laundry Cookbook. Mm-hmm. So something crazy, multi-course. We like to go a little crazy. I like to Sounds cook. Like my alley. Yep. My husband's a retired chef. So yeah, so you get it. He, we eat really well. Yep. Yeah. All the food, all, all the delicious food. Well, look. I think this has been a really awesome conversation, Dr. Sarah. I think we really enjoyed having you. I want to go eat a multi-course meal now from the French Laundry Cookbook. I want baguette. I don't even crave baguette ever. I know, right? She's oh, a baguette. I want to go south of France. My sister's living in Paris right now. So oh. I want to go and eat at You should go visit. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a weekend. want to go. Hey, really? Oh, you I should would totally go. go. I've never been to France. Can I take what? I've never been to France in my life. Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> don't you want to come too and see Lisey? Who's going to watch our children? Oh, fuck. Fucking kids. You have they a lot of kids. Fuck up everything. It's 4,000 children to watch. 4,000. 4, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of kids. weekend? Really? Four days. Yeah. Four oh, days, yeah. No, four days, days is good in Paris. That's enough to yeah. do something? To yeah. It's a, something? Good, it's a good starter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Starter. Yeah. I've, I've been to Paris been. like well over 30 times. I have wow. a, I have a Paris problem. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wine in Paris. Paris is, oh, Paris. It's Paris. My life goal is to like move somewhere by the water and ideally it's like somewhere the south of france uh fair fair yeah i just need ocean this i don't care amazing. where it is but even actually i'd rather live somewhere like really like no, i wouldn't say really poor but like like poorish like huh. yeah she i don't also live in a developing world and do something altruistic like build a clinic that's what she's fair, really saying by the water she's not uh-huh. to somewhere yeah. poor. She <laughs> and then she, she will not rest yeah, before yeah, she that. dies yes. you will just work until you die maybe Stina, what yeah. did you learn today from our friend dr sarah I learned about chiropractic. I think that was like, it was helpful. <laughs> I learned good. something. That's good. Yes. I really, I really know nothing about it. Yeah, I feel like I need to get your massage therapy recommendation. And maybe yes. I need to, does any, do I, any chiropractors come to homes and do things Some that are good? do. Because I, I'm into that. I, I like things in my house. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I could probably find you someone who is reasonable. Okay. Yeah. Like a decent chiropractor. But not ideal, you're saying. <laughs> they're hard to find, yeah, right? I have somebody like they're mechanic. I need to, I need her to name's go. mechanic. It's actually her name. Her actual name is mechanic. Her last name is mechanic. There's a doctor in Toronto named Doctor Doctor. <laughs> no joke. There's she's not. She, yeah, there is. She's great. She works at North York General. She's actually fantastic. She's a neonatologist. Doctor Doctor. And her name is actually Doctor Doctor, and she's lovely. There's a chiropractor in uh, in Kingston named Peter Payne. There, I love you it. could go so many ways with that. Yes, you can. Doctor Payne. 
No, stop it. BJ Harddick? No. Yep. Wow, that's unfortunate. Well, and with that, (laughs) what did you learn today? I learned about DJ Harddick. No. Uh, What did I learn? I learned a lot about the fact that I think as an entrepreneur and as a woman, like we have a lot actually in commonality, which is really nice. We haven't had somebody yet where it's like, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, me too. So that was sweet. And I also like the fact that (laughs) Andrew's Andrew's proving it. Dr. Harddick. How do you even know these things? BJ Harddick. Is this where you spend your time... Googling. So what I was going to say was I learned about your professional development path and about some of the coaching and mentorship that you've gone mm-hmm. through in your career. Mm-hmm. And to me that I'm keenly interested in that. So Sarah, I'll help to you hit with you that. up with that. I will help and you if that. we want to learn more about you, Sarah, or people want to follow you or find you or connect with your business, how should they do that? Uh, online, westendmamas.ca. Awesome. Is mm-hmm. the one in the North also be called West End Mamas? It, we're always West End Mamas, no matter where we go. Cool. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. We are going to be taking over the world soon. Good for you. Slow domination. Exactly. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in for Moms That Say Fuck with our very special guest today, Dr. Sarah of West End Mamas. Thank you, Dr. Sarah. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Dr. D. Good luck next week. Thank you. Good luck. Good luck. Keep us posted. No more wine. Yay. No more wine. All the wine. All the wine before the transfer. Oh, my God. Seriously. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you really enjoyed the content. We are eager to chat with the most interesting people about topics you care about. Please connect with us on social media at Moms That Say, at Moms TO, and at Dr. Dina Kulik, and share your comments, requests, and to continue the conversation. If you want to hear more, click subscribe and rate us too. We're all about the feedback because this podcast is for you. Have a great rest of week. Until next time.